Hi, I'm Jack the DM, and thanks for choosing the Slice and Dice podcast. Now, over to me. Good evening, good morrow, and good day, and welcome to another edition of Slice and Dice here with the Many Lands campaign. Uh, this is a new thing for us uh, for the foreseeable future, given the uh, climate at the moment, but we're doing it all via webcams. Uh, unfortunately, the guys are not in the room with me, but they are here on webcams, so joining us tonight uh, uh well they're all here they're all waving great so we've got marshall yeah. bart james <laughs> Marta, dk and myself which of course means we're only missing dan uh fleeting look so i will be filling in for him in his in his stead um as ably as i can um but the rest of you are here fantastic uh so uh before we jump way, in i'm back yes by the way you're back <laughs> So first of all, guys, um, do any of you have any any announcements, anything you want to share about your experiences thus far, or anything else before <laughs> before jumping in with tonight's stream? Shit's fucked. We're gonna have to deal with it. Uh, might be a little bit after the fact, but Pax East was awesome. Uh, get Henshin. It's officially out now. It's an awesome tabletop game RPG. If you like Power Rangers, it's definitely up your alley. Um, and once this whole Thing with the virus and the bad things uh, we will be probably doing some shows live shows in London and Ooh. in other places and I'm getting these guys involved so <laughs> watch this space it might have been in a couple of months but now it's probably going to be 2021 I thought, I thought you were going to say a couple of years and I was gonna be like yep yeah. that sounds about right yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh God! Yep. Don't say that. <laughs> but nonetheless, regardless, right? Whose phone was that? No, I'm just kidding. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Um, regardless, though, um, <laughs> you should be paying attention to the stream. Uh, <laughs> just gonna pull out a box of popcorn halfway through this. Oh, all immediately. Um, so, um, so just just the um, one announcement from me, really, before before jumping in, obviously. Uh, a lot's uh, been changing recently. Actually, no, two announcements. First of all, if you didn't see uh, last week, uh, we had a very special uh, uh, stream where we changed things up completely here on the channel. Instead, was playing uh, Prop Hunt on, on Gary's <laughs> mod uh, for Martha's birthday on Friday. That was good fun. Uh, check that out. It's uh, on the on the stream at the moment. I will be uploading to YouTube eventually. Uh, I'm just gonna trim it a little bit because uh, we had a bit of a rough start to that. And yes, uh, but it, it but it's it was Only good fun. Forty five minutes late. And it means that yes, exactly. And it means that those of you who missed uh, these guys like so Barton, Marta, and I think Marshall was was tuning in on the chat for that. Um, for those of you who missed out uh, on that stream or didn't see what I was getting up to uh, <laughs> during those games, you can now see what I was doing while you guys were running around elsewhere on the map. So it was really good fun. Uh, and then secondly, obviously, much more serious is uh, this is uh, the format now uh, for the foreseeable future. But obviously, once everything's all blown over and we've hunkered down and had a nice cup of tea, um, we'll be coming back together. But in the meantime, uh, this is going to be the way forward for us. Um, your support is very, very much appreciated, always has been, but even more so at this time, I think, um, just to know that we're still putting out that content that you guys are all enjoying. Um, and very, very finally, as you can see, 
uh, on the bottom left of the screen if you're watching live on Twitch or of course on YouTube or anywhere else that you'd be watching this video, you can see that right now uh, you can win a month's adventurous subscription because we have now released our sub perks uh, on the channel. Uh, woo -woo! And in those uh, perks for subscription uh, are several things. <laughs> <laughs> include uh, emotes, they include uh, loyalty badges, and that's just on the basic package, which is the adventurer package. You can win a month's free right now. All you've got to do is write hashtag adventurer in the chat, and that'll put you in the draw, and I will announce a winner momentarily <laughs> to do with that. So yes, if you want to win a month's subscription and find out exactly what that entails, there are details on the Twitch page um, just detailing what each tier of subscription gets you uh, and to experience it firsthand, enter that draw. Okay. What about the emoticon? What about the emoticon? Uh, yeah, as I said, you get emotes. The first emote uh, features <laughs> myself um, with Jack Time because that is that is a common feature on, on the stream. Have you guys all got signs that you have? Okay, brilliant. I'm, I'm got signs saying Jack Time. Brilliant. Okay. Uh, <laughs> it's been set up from the start. Uh, <laughs> that's that's with your adventurous Most subscription. You get the, the Jack Time emotes. <laughs> Brilliant. Um, tier two subscription, that's the hero uh, uh, subscription package. Uh, you get your second emote with that, so you get jack time, but you also get a bit of uh, Marta's shocked face from, uh, <laughs> uh, I think it, it was the session when, uh, it was when Gant Bron um, just, he just disappeared like in front of you. He just dimension doored out of the like, room. Okay, thanks, bye. After you were like, I'm gonna kill him, I'm gonna kill him, I'm gonna kill him. And then he like grabs the child and disappears. And you were just like, what? And it was just a golden moment. And so I captured it. And now tier two subscribers get that emote to just, just, <laughs> just to, you know, show their emotion, their shock really? and the rest of it. And the third one I'm still working on guys, but uh, in the background, I've got some very exciting things. It, will be coming to fruition, uh, obviously being delayed due to everything that's going on recently, but will be happening, including include some character portraits, include some other business, and that will be affecting our tier three uh, emotes, uh, which is the demigod tier, the best of all. Anyway, lots of really good stuff um, for subscribers. Please do check it out, see what you think. And of course, your comments and feedback on not just the stream, but on the sub perks and the rest of it, always welcome you know, always helps us improve. Anyway, all of that out of the way, um, it's high time I think we dive into our first remote session, session 32 of Slice and Dice. Uh, so here comes the intro video. And we are back. So last time, ladies and germs, let me catch you up on uh, what just went down uh, in the show. So last week, you guys, uh, or actually in game time, I should say, was nowhere near last week. It was much more like this week. You were um, you were on the trail of uh, on your way back to Heroes Landing. You came across uh, a group of, well, a couple of halflings, a halfling couple, surprisingly, uh, the Pumperjews, uh, who were being attacked by troglodytes, uh, these reptilian kind of uh, uh, swamp-like almost beings that just kind of 
had this mucus that dripped from them, the very unpleasant, noxious odour around them. Anyway, you made light work of uh, of the attackers. However, it seems that uh, their son Pip was kidnapped by uh, troglodytes at the same time, unbeknownst to them at first, probably due to the shock or something. Anyway, uh, once you uh, managed to, uh, to, to subdue uh, the troglodytes, you would then follow their trail and found a lair in a, a long abandoned dwarven mine. Within, you also found, as well as more troglodytes, you found a sort of leader of, of the group, uh, a giant froglodyte, for, for want of a better expression. Uh, thank you, Marshall, for that. Um, the Froglodyte, uh, which is the title of Session 31, because it was such a great title. Um, anyway, uh, seemed to be leading them and also seemed to have this uh, this this innate ability. Um, it was a powerful foe. It was stood eight feet tall. It had a giant uh, maw that it could, and a very long tongue, which was very adhesive and could latch onto party members and pull them. And in fact, in Seth's case, managed to actually swallow him whole for a, for a time before uh, the well, rest of the party we weren't going to talk about that anymore that's okay it's not in character <laughs> but you know just for just you know for clarity we need to, to mention that that happened um, so yes that was a thing and then once you uh, once you were and saved he's still alive he, he was still he lived to tell the tale just about it was touch how, and go how many hit points now he went down to three hit points I believe Seth did. Yeah, but yeah. in total in total he went down to three yeah no, no, as in, like, how many does he have when he's fully... 33. Yeah, so in, in one go, he was uh, reduced to a, a, a measly three hit points. He was nearly killed by the beast. Uh, but you guys managed to fight it off, and it retreated further into the mine. The rest of you then followed uh, and managed to uh, managed to then sort of find it in its lair. And in its lair, it had, uh, as well as a lot of treasure, you heard the, uh, the cries of this halfling child, Pip. But he was nowhere to be seen when you... Uh, entered into this what used to be a dwarven meeting room instead um sitting on a throne made entirely of bones was uh, this froglodyte uh, and it became evident during the uh following combat that uh, the froglodyte had been um had actually swallowed pip whole and he was inside uh fortunately due to your quick reactions and overcoming the odds you managed to not only slay the Froglodyte, but you also managed to bring Pip back as well, because um, it was looking touch and go until until Brucon called upon his uh, martial monk sage-like uh, uh, abilities to assess the situation and gave him the Heimlich maneuver, which managed to sort of expel the water and bile and brine and other just goo that, that uh, was in his lungs. Anyway, so you managed to save Pip, and you also managed to get yourselves a lot of treasure. Interesting. The most interesting items were actually, uh, I think, most of the items, in fact, were picked up by uh, Leobrin. Um, the first of all, there was a, a dwarvish tome which seemed to be uh, ciphered. It seemed to be in code, uh, which people couldn't crack. Um, even Brucon, being a dwarf himself, couldn't make hide nor hair of it. But uh, it seemed to be. Uh, it seemed to be. Uh, uh, a, a, a ciphered volume as I said and the last entry was not in a cipher it was written in common and it just said I'm so cursed the hunger the hunger uh, just sort of scribbled 
uh, as, as opposed to the fine uh, calligraphy of the cipher, this was a lot more raw and a lot more um, just untidy and messy and just looked like a desperate scribble. In addition, you also found uh, coming out of the Froglodite's uh, mouth after Pip was a crystal ball, which Leobrin himself had been tasked with finding by the old fortune teller from the Weary Traveller back in Hero's Landing. Uh, he was meant to find it and deliver it to her sister. Apparently, the reasons for doing so would be that the lady that watches over Leobrin will know and will observe this as a heroic action. Um, that's kind of the motivation he's been given at this time. Anyway, with you guys saving Pip, you took him back to his parents, reunited the Pumperjews, and they offered... Uh, and they offered to give you a discount uh, at their shop back in uh, Heroes Landing, known as Pumper and Company. So, on the way uh, back to town, uh, the first port of call that you guys have gone for at Heroes La Landing is the, uh, to go to the temple there. I think we're having a bit of problems with Marshall not being able to hear us. I think he's losing chunks. You're okay. Okay, good. Um, sorry, there may be some teething problems today, ladies and gentlemen, but do stick with us, it's much appreciated. Anyway, um, so, the first port of call, guys, you decide to go to the temple uh, the, uh, in Heroes Landing to see if you can find some cure to the three, uh, like, uh, three members of your group that have been struck with lycanthropy, those being two nobles and your own fleeting look, uh, who have all succumbed to lycanthropy currently. They are not in werewolf form, but night is drawing in and there's a fear that they could turn again. And as you guys approach the temple, Seth uh, had a voice whisper in his ear, a voice that has plagued him for quite some time now, along with the black coin that will not leave his person. They uh, have offered a bargain to Seth to uh, take his services uh, as sort of uh, an agent of the voice and in, and in payment the curse upon his friend Fleeting Look and the curse upon himself because Seth still is plagued with the, uh, <laughs> with the ring of alertness uh, and the curse of, uh, of shouting alert, danger, alert every time he is attacked. Uh, or observed to be attacked. Every time he's in danger. In danger, exactly. Um, still plagues him. But the offer has been to remove those curses. All you have to do is bring yourself <coughs> and Fleeting Look back to the altar underneath Flaming Jacks. Uh, so that was the offer you were given just as you're about to uh, head towards the temple. And that is where we pick things up for today. So starting with uh starting with the main bulk of the group we'll get to Neris uh in time i'm sorry you're going to be a passenger for a little bit here Marta. um but we will okay. you'll have your moment though you will have your moment i guarantee so over to the rest of you then uh with thoughts of Neris on your mind given given everything that's happened so far given this uh this hostage situation and this abducted child, this naive and sweet boy that has, was taken by the troglodytes. This seems to be foreshadowing and echoing uh, what may lie ahead for your dear party member Neris. You're heading towards the temple. Uh, the temple here at Heroes Landing is actually that of uh, Ruish. It's, uh, it takes, you see as you start approaching it that it's, uh, it takes the shape of a, uh, it's, it's almost mountain-like in this, it's conical shape. Uh, it's sort of very much in touch with nature, but also that of change. It uh, seems to be 
relatively well kept. Hero's Landing itself is in pretty good condition. There's remnants of what was left of um, Festiva, which happened only a couple, one day prior. What do you want to do? Uh, I we guess all look at Mallow. We're... <laughs> <laughs> Mallow uh, I guess I know who Ru Ruesh is. Mm -hmm. um, uh, I will gesticulate into the temple and sort of insist, like, how low is the sun on the horizon? So it's about 6pm, so the sun is setting at this time. It's casting an orange glow uh, over the town. Advocate that we get into the temple with our um, lycanthropic uh, charges. Post haste. Alright, and uh, yeah, immediately the guys uh, in your charge will follow you. Fleeting look just, you know, just kind of nods along, starts scratching his ear a little bit. Um, seems quite content, but he's more I, looking towards Seth to see what Seth wants to do. I probably yeah, poke Seth as he looks as he looks a little bit more distracted than most if he's having a conversation with that bloody coin. Mm. Oh, uh, Mr. Seth, come quickly, I uh, must insist. Uh, I'll be like, yes, yeah, fleeting, come in, come on, hurry up. Sure, uh, of course, of course, Bessie, yeah. <laughs> and yep, yeah, so you all start uh, uh, we... he heading inside? Yeah. Uh, when we get in, uh, Malar will start to call out for um, the uh, the priest, whose name I can't be bothered to look up now because I'm in bed on my back. Uh, to be, now, to be fair, you haven't entered this. You haven't entered this temple before, um, so oh, have we not? No. Then I will just start to call out for the priest. Okay. Oh, uh, excuse me, excuse me, sir. Yeah, hello. And can I get some salvation around here? Uh, popping, you hear from behind. Uh, so I should should describe this for you. So inside uh, the temple of Ruish, um, it's sort of located, basically overlooking the the beach on the coast here at Heroes Landing. Um, it's very much nautical wave themed. I mean, this town is more of a sort of uh, a, it looks like it was more of a port or an ancient kind of porting village. Historically, um, it was one that uh, halflings sailed over from uh, from across the Star Sea. Uh, many of them sort of landed here at Heroes Landing during the time of the dragons. This is well documented, and most of you will be familiar with this. Um, inside um, the temple itself, it's, um, there are murals very much wave themed, lots of blues, greys. You see um, there are some murals of uh, mermaids, of uh, sea life, uh, and other sort of nautical memorabilia. But it's, but it's quite simply adorned. It's, there's also um, pictures of mountains. And at the very centre, which for you, uh, Malar, this is, this is indicative of Ruish. Most of the gods uh, or temples normally have... Uh, the altar to one end of of the uh, of the building, so that you know you can see it as you come in. However, uh, this it's very much um, the altar is at the centre and it's slightly raised uh, from the uh, from the rest of uh, of the temple. Uh, and upon it, you see a golden conch shell uh, sort of bust, which again is a sign, a sort of a token of uh, Ruish, who was once uh, rumoured apparently to use the conch to reshape the world. Uh, so it's just a, just a token symbol from that. Anyway, from behind the altar, you hear uh, you hear a voice go, Priestess, actually. 
and a uh, halfling just kind of pops her head over, over the top. She's got uh, blonde flowing uh, plaits uh, and seems to be just seems to greet you all with a very charming big wide smile and uh, sort of rushes over to you in her elegant royal blue robes oh uh, so you're um are you uh I, i'm sure you get this all the time are you uh malar shade creek by any chance Oh, uh, I would be a Deacon Mellar Shade Creek. Uh, yes, yes, uh, of course, yeah, of course. That's uh, correct. <laughs> of course. Uh, sorry, uh, Priestess uh, Layla Waterweird. Uh, a, pl- a pleasure to meet you. I've heard a lot about you. In fact, uh, Thea Amakir was uh, asking after you only the other day. We uh, commune with many of the, the priests, uh, you know. Uh, uh, Ventrix II mentioned you were on some kind of mission of sorts. I, I lose track of what he says a lot of the time. He has a strange patter in his in his speech uh just double check the first name very quickly was that Rayla? uh layla layla you got me on my knees layla in prayer obviously anyway <clears throat> yes it's layla i do apologize <laughs> the face palms i feel the face palms all right okay yes uh, her name is layla Oh, uh, yes, uh, Ventrix was indeed accurate in his assumptions. We, well, in his statements, we were um, uh, on a mission, and we have uh, since returned uh, somewhat successful in our endeavors. However, I uh, beseech your aid. Um, like back to the fleeting and company. Um, we have need of uh, some curse removal, if you have that at your dispos- disposal. Ma'am. Oh, well, I, uh, I'm, I'm very sorry to hear that. And she, she does furrows the brow, looks, looks concerned, and sort of. Uh, did you um, gesticulate towards the afflicted people, or? I wasn't quite sure. Yes, you did. Okay. Um, she just looks over the three of them, and uh, uh, yeah, uh, I just yes, examines them over. What, what do you, are you aware of? What, what this this curse may be? Uh, I, obviously, I will do what I can, but it, it may be beyond my skill. It would be uh, lycanthropy. Lycanthropy, you say? Um, <laughs> this isn't a this isn't a, a jape, is it, <laughs> Mister Shade Creek? I, I have heard much in fairy tales about about lycanthropy, but never. Hmm. Oh dear. Um. I, uh, this, I'm not sure whether I have the facilities for this. Um, b- bear with me one second. I just need to consult consult the books. Um, do please uh, uh, help yourself to uh, whatever you should need. I, I can see you've been traveling for quite some time. Uh, here, and she just kind of reaches underneath the altar and pulls forth uh, two health potions, just pops them on the, on, on the altar. They're yours, my friend. Uh, it is good to see you safe. Uh, accumulating um, these things. <laughs> you are stockpiling these things. <laughs> Giving them out like it's going out of fashion. Um, let me consult the books. I'll see what I can do. And she, she's just but busy herself. She runs to one side. There's a, sort of a, a small uh, antechamber to one side, closed off. Um, some sort of vestry. And she just kind of goes inside, leaving, the, leaving you guys relatively alone. There are a few sailors and the like inside, giving their... Uh, giving their sort of penance uh, towards Bruish, um, as uh, 
the god of change, the goddess of change, is very popular with seafarers. So you see there's a few in there, but you're relatively alone at this time. Is there anything that else you guys would like to do or discuss at this time? Malar takes a seat and quietly uh, puts away the two healing potions and spends some time in quiet meditation. We still got that pole. Yes. And yeah. the and we and the runes on it we were able to decode were they seemed to be just a, like a, a the sort of manufacturer's mark. That was as much as we were able to figure out from it. Am I remembering that correctly? Yeah. Yeah, that sounds about right. So it's unlikely that there's a lot without um, having Nereus. That would be the only possible other way we could find out a bit more about that. Unless, like, is it uh, Brucon? Uh, are, we, are we okay stipulating that Brucon wound up with it? Or uh, I guess it would probably be Malar. Anyway, Bru Brucon sort of looks around and goes, Is there anyone around here who might possibly be able to uh, uh, do some sort of detection? job on, on this item and see if we can learn a little more about its nature its use, uh, its value anything of that kind when I say value I want to emphasize I'm not looking to sell this thing not thinking about that at all <laughs> no way shape or form am I considering selling this artifact would the shops be open at this time? Uh, so it's about 6, it's just after 6 and the shops realistically would be closing um, but you may be able to catch one of them perhaps just as they're closing, if you. I was thinking in the temple. Oh, in the temple. Just, yeah. Just looking for some sort of detect magic spell, some kind of, um, not detect magic, like an identify item kind of kind of thing. Sure. Uh, not really a magic guy. Yeah. So uh, make going, make this a, is a magical place. Magical things happen here. Make a make a persuasion check. You figure it out. Uh, persuasion. Persuasion. The first check of the stream. Right. Hang on. All very exciting. Oh, hang on, I'm, I'm, I'm looking literally at the page that tells me. Uh, perception, you're saying? Uh, no, 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 P persuasion. Oh, persuasion, sorry, persuasion. Yeah, that would make more sense, wouldn't it? Cool, okay, here we <laughs> go. Da, 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 da. He rolled a nine. A nine, okay. That's your favourite number to roll. <laughs> nine! The, uh, so, so the... This... They called it a Nine. There's a few sailors uh, and such inside the temple. <laughs> a nine! And uh, they they kind of look up at you speaking for one second then kind of just shrug off and go back to what they're doing. But there is one that kind of holds your gaze. He's uh, looks like he's fa fairly weather-beaten. Salt and pepper, hairs. It's uh, quite straggly, sort of shoulder length, uh, with also a particularly unkempt beard, which he just kind of plays with for a second. Yeah, uh, I could uh, I could have a look at that for you if you would like. And holds out oh, like a heavily tattooed hand. Generous of you, thank you. Looks like a man in his sort of fifties ish. And he sort of t takes the takes the pole from you. Yeah, see what you got here is um, yes, it's like some kind of pole. Amazing. I can tell you've spent many years uh, acquiring the skills necessary to make this kind of uh, determination. My eyes don't deceive me, no. Anything else? Uh, it's where there's a button on one side. Yes. If you, if you just press the button there, it might do something, so... It 
might, yes. Any ideas about what that might possibly be? Like say, for instance, hypothetically, if pressing the button caused the person who pressed it to instantly and horrifyingly disintegrate, maybe that would be a useful thing to know ahead of time. Ah, sure it would, but you know, it's, 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 uh, as, far as, as far as my eyes can see, it seems you need to press the button to see what it does. Well, thank you for your help. You're welcome. He <laughs> just sits back down. Well, struck out there. It was worth a, it was worth a punt. Oh, Mr. Brucon, let me uh, take yeah. a look at that uh, poll, would you? Push it real good. We had that kind of relationship, yeah. my love. <laughs> thanks, thanks, James. Um, uh, you, you be my guest. Go right ahead. Oh, between a man and his priest, there is uh, no. There are no secrets. I would like well, to push the right. button. Okay, you push the button, and it suddenly this. Who are you aiming at? Uh, Good point. From my screen, it's um, Brucon. <laughs> so. So you you point yep. you're pointing this thing at Brucon, uh, and you press the button. Well, and, I, yeah. And and with like it, you've never seen Star Wars. A lightsaber's gonna just, yeah. Uh, and with a slight, you uh, it's like sliding. Uh, the pole that was once a one foot baton then extends out, hitting Brucon. Uh, fortunately, not doing any damage at this time. It kind of. Put, flexes a little bit and pushes you out the way extends to ten feet long you have a pole of collapsing congratulations I collapsed the pole yeah I press it again because, because they probably don't want to call well, it I hand, I hand it back to Brucon appears uh, you have a pole of collapsing Mr Brucon well, it extends to considerably uh, to, to a fair bit more than double my height so this, this has all kinds of use I'm sure. Uh, you're gonna use it for like some stunt where so you much get parkour ten, ten feet happen. up high, and then you're gonna come down like elbow on someone or something. I am Brucon, <laughs> the pole vaulting monk. Yes, excellent. That's good. Could work. I'm just saying. There's there's plenty of uses for a collapsing pole. Anyway, uh, so with this revelation, um, you then uh, you see um, Layla bustling back over to you. She's got a large tome in hand. And just seems to be furrowing, like flicking through the pages, uh, looking a concerned look on her face. Uh, so, um, so I've been looking this up. Um, I mean, the uh, this kind of curse is not something that I can just I can just cure you of. It, it requires it requires powers that are beyond my skill. Uh, um, there was uh, apparently uh, centuries ago there, there were uh, these uh, uh, mythic well mythic like uh, vials that uh, could cure curses uh, I have not seen one myself uh, though uh, I, I, there may still be some in existence uh, somewhere uh, within Burekrin and beyond but um, there, there are things I can do but it would only sort of stave the tide I, I this would be beyond my skill to remove such a curse. Um, if I could uh, borrow uh, the, the three patients, um, I may not be able to cure them of the curse, but perhaps I can alleviate things tonight, just to to, to make the um, make the night more passable for you all. If that would be something you'd be interested in. 
Oh, uh, indeed, indeed. You're offering a werewolf daycare facility, well, nightcare facility, I suppose, then far be it for us to say no. It, it may take some time, um, but uh, I believe uh, I have the necessary components. I could perform some kind of uh, a ritual uh, on the three of them, and hopefully that would that would help help you all uh, in this this time of need. But I think for security, given um, that it, it is in fact lycanthropy, um, perhaps we should close the um, close the temple and lock them inside. Um, with, with myself, obviously, I'll be. Doing the, the ritual just just to make sure that um, if the worst happens that uh, they're not let loose on the on the on the town that would not be um, <laughs> would be good for anyone. Brucon, Brucon looks at Malar and says, "I just want to be absolutely certain here. You're, you uh, seems to be this this person very nobly is is offering to run the risk of being torn to shreds in a horrible, horrific, and violent fashion should things go wrong. You okay with this?" Oh. I will be here, uh, assisting, uh, if that's quite all right, uh, uh, Priestess, uh, Layla. Uh, so she will not be alone, uh, Mr. Brucon. Um, I will be here with her. You take your life in your hands, uh, Mr. Shade Creek. I, I wouldn't want to speak for you, but it, your help is appreciated nonetheless. Um, right, um, they sh many hands make light work, as they say, and given my uh, small hands and your rather large ones, so we should make quite a pair. <laughs> I feel like as the Bowchikabowwell music starts playing, we all start backing up the temple. <laughs> okay, um, so if you're going to stay inside the uh, Malar to perform the ritual... Ah, uh, oh, we've just lost uh, Marshall, which <laughs> does <laughs> change our display slightly. That's okay. We'll roll with the punches. He'll be back. Uh, okay. Um, if he's gone for the rest of the stream, we say he used to be a werewolf. Practice on him and push him and just leave him there as well. I love that right now, at least the way I'm seeing the stream, just a DK's face yeah. with a massive Bart sticker. All, yeah. All about that DK. Uh, I have. Uh, uh, it, it's. Thing is, uh, things. I'm using with the name tags out the way. I think. <laughs> anyway, right, we'll we'll yeah. this just is, leave it, we'll just leave, leave it. it for now. Leave it for now. Roll with the punches. If the people in the church are fine with taking our werewolf problems off our hands for a day. We'll uh, make our leave for the evening. Sure. Um, the risk so, of getting slightly meta about this. Um, the, I, I really wasn't expecting Malar to to volunteer there. You, uh, Dan, Malar is in much more need of a long rest than Brook on it. Um, so. Uh, Let's make this in character. Um, you know, Brucon sort of, uh, you know, he's sit there, sat there troubled by this, and says, uh, "Malar, uh, uh, you, you've uh, you've been through quite a lot, and uh, I'm sure you need to uh, commune with um, uh, Jeffrey or Archibald or whatever the name of your uh, particular uh, deity is. I'm sorry, I, I don't have the head for these things. But anyway, uh, it seems to be um, foolish in the extreme of you to risk yourself." After uh, such a trying time, uh, I would be more than happy to uh, assist um, Priestess uh, Waterweird uh, in your stead, if that would be more useful. Oh, um, yeah, I, uh, you are right, uh, Mr. Brucon. I, my blessings of the eight are somewhat diminished. Uh, uh, will this be uh, quite all right, um, 
increased us water weird. Uh, are you sure? I, I, I could do with the rest. Um, again, I reiterate that you take your life in your own hands, but if that is what you... If you insist, I, I will not I will not refuse the help. Brucon, if you are sure. I'm, I'm, I'm willing. I need just an hour to um, prepare myself and... Uh, Ensure that I'm uh, at, at most uh, the most useful I can possibly be. Should uh, should violence um, befall, so uh, if, if you wouldn't mind, I'm just going to nip off, and Brucon kind of goes goes hunting for a, um, uh, a, a, a a comfortable corner in which to meditate and take a short rest. Great. Um, that fortunately, that's just the amount amount of time I need to prepare the uh, prepare the ritual. <laughs> uh, Fate, would, fate seems to smile upon us. I do hope that Ruish can help change your fortunes. Um, as for the rest of you... Takes up, takes up station by the conch and assumes the lotus position. Excellent. I would expect nothing less. Uh, so, as for the rest of you, Mal, are you staying in, in the temple or are you going with the others outside? Because you need a long rest, I will, don't you? I will depart and leave with the others. Okay, um, so those of you going outside, was there anything that uh, you wanted to do at this time, or did you just want to kind of station yourselves outside in case something happens? Uh, are we staying near the church, or are we going somewhere else? But, uh, we still need to return the seal to the current chancellor here. Can we, I mean, can we get lodgings near the church whilst one of us, or James, you go and return the seal? I don't like her. <laughs> <laughs> do you want Malar to do it? Oh, is, is this because she's yeah. a fan of... Uh, they were Malar will... dicks who let our prisoners... Oh, her, right, okay. Okay. Malar will take the seal and stomp off to find... Uh, Mr. Seth, I will take care of this. If you could find us lodgings, preferably uh, adjacent or as close to this as you can, uh, I will meet you back here. Uh, post haste. Sounds, sounds good. We'll meet you at the uh, same inn that we were in last time. Um, uh, very good. So me and Leo will head off towards the inn. Okay. So, uh, so you two head off towards the inn. Uh, we'll catch up with you guys um, momentarily. Sorry, um, Mala, what did you say you were doing? I'm returning uh, the seal to the local councillor. Ah, good. Okay. All right. Uh, so you you head off in that direction, doing that. Brucon, you uh, are meditating, ready for what's what's to unfold with fleeting look and and the other two um, lycanthropic individuals I with am, you. I don't like how you phrase that, but yes. Preparing us, stealing yourself. I'm just healed up. Um, uh, and at which point uh, I'm going to jump over to. To Marta and to Neris, because it's been a hell of a long time since uh, since we've heard from Neris. So what's been going on there? I don't know if I still know how to play. <laughs> well, fortunately, what do you never forget? It's like riding a bike. Don't 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 you worry. What what yeah. what do roll mean? Uh, what do role plays do? What? When they took her, they, she got hit in the head. Okay. So, Neris, when you come, when you come to, 
um, after being knocked out after seeing an old acquaintance, uh, one who's been hunting you uh, back in uh, back when you were living in Kothar. He was one of the reasons that you fled, and then seeing him inside your aunt and uncle's house, in, ambushing you inside uh, the bedroom. That was the last thing you saw before you were knocked unconscious. When you come to, you notice the air around you is rather still. It's rather warm, kind of. Your your breath comes back to your lungs, but it feels quite oppressive here. It doesn't feel. It doesn't. The air feels very dirty, not very clean, um, as if you are, some way underground. It's quite stuffy. You open your eyes and you're looking straight at the ceiling. It's just a rocky, natural... You, It seems you're within a cave of some variety. And uh, turning and getting your bearings, the ground below you, dusty, ground-up uh, rock. Again, it seems that this is... It seems mostly natural, this. The only thing that is unnatural in the chamber that you're currently in it's rather small. It looks like it's perhaps a grotto, but there's a, a there is a man-made door. <laughs> uh, seems to be just uh, made of wood, uh, but it has iron hinges, um, and is currently closed at this time. There is one other thing that uh, does take your notice straight away, uh, and that is there is a gap uh, in the rock wall to one side. It is a rather narrow gap. You could feasibly probably stick uh, most of your arm through it but you wouldn't be able to, to get any more than that you wouldn't be able to get your shoulder through for instance and you can see that there is, there is uh, eyes looking back at you through this slit but not the uh, not those of the red mages not a, a, a malevolent force this seems to be this seems to be somebody who looks very scared but also relieved uh, at you coming to consciousness and you hear them say oh oh Nerys I'm, I'm so glad you're safe and you recognize immediately this is the same voice that you heard before back um, back at the workshop it's the voice of your aunt okay. and it what looks just and again? it I forgot I just named auntie <laughs> Funnily enough, I momentarily just forgot then as well that I had... I say her name. I've, I've got it here. I can't believe I, I can't believe I didn't think about that. I just said something like, "Wait, what's her name?" Oh God, hang on. Bear with me. I've got it here. Yes, he's back. Oh, he's back. I will re I will readjust the names momentarily. What's What's Neris's aunt's name? Oh, none of us fucking know. I'm just trying to find. God, uh, so long ago. Yeah, it's been a while. It um, October. It was a while ago. It. Do you know what? I've got. I've got a document with that stuff. Um, your uncle Brinlan and your aunt Argentia. Argentia, thank you. I remembered. I'm yay. glad you remembered. It is Art Argentia. Do you say her name? <laughs> oh. So. <laughs> then we have then I have failed. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry I failed you. I was meant to keep you safe and now you're here. But you were what happened? Like my 
like, if I feel back, do I feel any, like, thud or anything? Oh, yeah, there is a big old raspberry on the back of your head. Not a literal raspberry. Uh, <laughs> 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 oh, <I don't> no. <laughs> No, um, oh, my head hurts. What? Damon was here. Yes. They, what, you, were you working with Damon? No, 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 no. Of course not. They have they have doppelgangers, Neris. They have shapeshifters. They, uh, they, uh, well, they have been gloating somewhat that they, um, about their plans, I am been left here helpless for days. They, um... How long, how long have I been down here? How long have you been... Where is here? You've, you've only, you've only just arrived. You've been unconscious the whole time you were here, I think. Possibly, um, the best part of a, a day or so. I, I was worried you would never come to, but thank goodness you are more resilient, just like your parents. Where is here? I don't know. They knocked me out the same as you. I don't know how long but, I've been here. Uh, I, I don't know. Sorry. Uh, yes. They, they have got to us already. They... Uh, they can see her starting to get worked up. So you can see her starting to get a little heated, quite mm -hmm. literally. <laughs> uh, uh, <yeah>. <laughs> Inspiration! <laughs> Hey. Uh, if you permit, you can even see a little bit of a heat ripple come off her skin. Like yeah, 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 yeah. Distortion, yeah. Yeah, of course. That so makes total sense for you, yeah. And she clenches her fists, and she looks at the door, and she unleashes a... She unleashes an... There you go, before it. Roll play. Uh, and again, is our scorcher at the door? Oh, oh wow! Second level, big, 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 big guns. All right. She's pissed. You want to? You remember to your spell. So you're doing uh, all three of those straight at the door, right? Yeah. So everything she's got, just she's just gonna full on explosive. Hello, Neris is back. All this right. Might backfire horribly, but there will be fire. Um, okay, so I'll, I'll say you don't need to roll the damage on this, but you, you just destroy the door. This would, It just flies off its hinges in a, just a fireball, just explodes open. Uh, the these flaming shards uh, just descend uh, around the area. Anybody that gets hit behind it? No, it seems that the... You just hear the echo of the explosion. It seems that this particular area is relatively abandoned at this time there doesn't seem to be any other 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 creatures in sight or that you can hear okay so uh she says to her to her aunt i'm getting to the bottom of this and getting out we're both getting out of here right now and, and she walks well she waits for a reply <laughs> be careful this might be a trick they do like to trick us They've been toying with me for days. I never thought I'd see anyone again. Well, hopefully I'll be the last thing they ever see. She walks off. All right. Um, so when you Bye. walk through the doorway, you can see that there are similarly, um, there are other uh, grottos in this area. All seem to be 
it seems like it was once natural rock, but it seems it may have been carved, like a, a rudimentary sort of carving out of these grottos as well, as there are three other doors um, in, in line with your one. Uh, one of which you can deduce that your answer's behind the nearest one. Um, what's the handle like on these? Like, I know iron hinges, but like, what's the locking mechanism like? It seems to... I didn't look at the one that I just destroyed. Uh, sure, okay. Um, so uh, they look like just regular um, key locks. Mm-hmm. Below the uh, the handle, they, they have yeah, turning handles. Hmm. I want to get my hand out. Right. I don't want to blow the door into her cell. It's <laughs> a wise <laughs> that idea. That would be bad. <laughs> um, hmm. Would... Firebolt would again destroy everything. Burning hands, burn the door down. Uh... Uh, I should note at this at this time that you also don't have most. You don't have your items with you. Um, it's literally just the clothes on your back. Um, but obviously you've got your spells. But you won't be able to perform spells that have material components just um, because you don't have the materials to hand or an arcane focus or anything yeah. like that. Um, but still, I think most of your spells you're probably okay with. It's, yeah, just keep that in I don't mind. need stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah. So you. Uh, so to open this door. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> okay. She she checks which door it is that her aunt is in. Bless mm-hmm. you. Thank you. Uh, and she's like, I'll be back to come get you just to get my stuff to, to get you out of here. Um, so... Be careful. Don't let them catch you. Uh, they better not <clears throat> see me. Anyway, she walks off. Okay. Uh, so he has said, there's, it, the corridor goes down, but there's these three doors. Uh, yes, yeah, so you got a corridor um, leading out of this area, and then there's the three. It appears to be cell doors. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, and, then it, and then it just ends. Little windows, or just completely solid doors. Uh, at this time, it seems to be they are. Um, yeah, there's no windows. Each door has a number on it, though. Uh, can I take note of the numbers? You can. Um, first thing to note is it's written in draconic. Uh, Interesting. Um, which you understand because of your background that uh, Kothar and the Red Mages uh, Draconic is the most commonly used language. Um, yeah, particularly amongst the Red Mages, they almost exclusively speak in Draconic. Uh, but yes, uh, so the numbers are two through four. So two, three, and four. And Argentia is in which? Two. Two. Okay. Right. Um, so I'm assuming that the corridor is okay with my dark vision. I see okay. Yep, you can see it. It's fortunate you have your dark vision. There's no, there's nothing really lit in this area. There's no natural light here. So I want to, before I continue past, completely past the doors and down the corridor, can I do a little perception check? Of course, go for it. 
What are you looking Man, for? I mean, like ceilings, checking ceilings. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and walls, but ceilings. Sure, sure. Oh, that's not good. Uh, <laughs> Thank you, Marshall. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> that's six. Yep, there's a ceiling. Uh, it's <laughs> it's uh, you are in in an enclosed space. Um, again, it seems natural rock for the most part. Um, it seems very still, other than yourself, and every movement you make it seems to be amplified. Um, perhaps it's because you're so heightened and aware at this time that you're trying to you know keep quiet or perhaps because there just generally isn't any noise other than yourself in this area and the breathing of your aunt who yes sounds very labored sounds like she's um you know in, in uh, flustered to say the least okay so i'm going to proceed with caution all right uh down the corridor and listening out for any any changes or ripples that I can assist. It's a bit sneaky. Uh, make a stealth with, check, please. With, with a furrowed brow. Oh yeah, obviously. Yeah. Walking with purpose. <laughs> yeah, make a stealth check, please. Ooh, it is. Let me check. That is twenty. Non-natural. Very good. Twenty. Okay. So following the corridor uh, down uh, a, a little way. Uh, you then notice that this corridor sort of winds around a corner and then opens up into a much larger chamber. Uh, again, you can see that there the natural elements here. There are stalactites, stalagmites, <laughs> and the rest of it. However, um, there are also there's, there's what there's what sorry you just cut up. Oh, um, sorry. There are stalagmites, stalactites, natural uh, cavern features, but yes, there yes. Uh, there's also seems to be some. Uh, some architecture, some craftsmanship. Um, uh, at this time, make a history check for me, please. Yeah, I was just gonna say. Huh. <laughs> uh, Hestera, that is 14. 14, okay, so you see that there are a couple of columns that have been put in place in particular. Uh, you recognize that this, this recognize this as um, dwarven, it would appear this is indicative of um, Burekrin. Obviously, the this is the uh, largest nation of dwarves uh, in uh, the many lands. So, leads you to believe that you haven't left Burekrin. Um, but yes, uh, th this appears to be a abandoned uh, once dwarven settlement. Um, okay. But uh, so you. To, seeing this larger chamber um, just as you're examining this one thing that does catch your attention is that you're not alone in this room you can hear um, the slow creak of uh, of of one humanoid you get a, a glance at standing by a wall its movement seems very stilted uh, and it seems to yeah creak and crack with every movement like very uh okay. they, it's hard to tell um uh, how uh, much more about their form but it seems that they seems to be armored you're hearing the uh, chinks of armor sounds like plate or half plate so uh i i want to hide behind one of the cave features yep so you've already got a, a 20 um so i won't make you re-roll <laughs> at this time um, so yeah, you can duck behind uh, you can duck behind one of the pillars 
uh, nearest to the entrance that you're in. Um, you can take a look further into this chamber. It's quite large. Make a perception check, please. Mm. Okay, so looking about this place, that one humanoid that got your attention, you notice um, there are at least at least two or three more um, in your immediate vicinity, uh, with more further back that you don't get a good look at, but you get the sense there are more bodies here moving around. You feel. Um, you feel that there is uh, some air coming in, like a gust of wind coming in, uh, and you notice uh, the one, the first uh, humanoid that you'd seen, uh, some cloth um, that seems to be hanging from it. It does seem to be blowing gently uh, from a passageway it would seem to be behind them. Uh, and you also observe right on the edge of your dark vision at the opposite end of this uh, corridor. It seems to be a narrow passageway leading uh, downhill and you can't see where it ends up so the it's because you were cutting out a little bit while you were saying things oh, so basically no. there's a corridor no no i'll, I'll, I'll together so basically the next exit out of this hall apart from the one that i came through is on the opposite side of this hall yeah there's one on the opposite side but there's also downhill yep but there is also one more to your left sort of heart in the middle of this chamber okay on the left side uh i would like to attempt to sneak to the nearest i'm guessing that's going to be the side yep yep uh exit make um, it uh, make a make a stealth check for me that is 16. 16. So you sneak up, but you notice that uh, you manage to stop yourself before you're seen. That um, behind this one humanoid that's barely moving, uh, there is another one which is standing uh, directly looking, overlooking that passageway. Um, just he's standing almost like a guard to attention at the edge of this passageway. Um, you see a, a shield and spear in hand. Uh, so you duck behind another pillar, uh, actually into uh, more of a, a natural rock face on one side, uh, leaving you barely 10 feet from the first uh, humanoid. <laughs> good good shout, James, reading that. Um, barely 10 feet from you. But with, with this close proximity, you can observe that this one is... Um, this this one is not living. It seems to be some kind of undead. And you get with your dark vision, you get to look below the uh, helmet that it's wearing. This appears to be a skeleton. It appears that you this room is full of skeletons in armor. Mm. And also now that you're at this distance, you recognize that these are all dwarven. It seems they're about four to four and a half feet tall um so i want to are there any rocks or things that are next to me make an investigation check uh ooh, that's a good roll uh, sorry i don't know these by heart that's 18 18 you find a whole bunch of rocks 
find some alabaster and stuff. Yeah. It seems there was... Score! <laughs> alabaster as well, for some reason it's not a rock, but anyway. You find a load of pebbles uh, that and some, it looks like some shale and so on that has uh, been dislodged from uh, the wall uh, nearest to you. I want to grab like your bog standard palm sized rock. Okay. Yep, you got one. And uh, try to hurl it toward the other entrance. As in the one you came from, or the one further down? No, the the, the one on the on the far side. Okay. Uh, all right. So uh, this will be an improvised uh, ranged attack. So uh, make an attack roll, uh, and then you just add your dexterity bonus. You don't add uh, your proficiency bonus to this. Okay, that's that's not a lot. <laughs> that's okay. not good. Mm-hmm. Or strength, uh... if you prefer. Strength. Strength. No, that's worse. Okay. <laughs> I don't, uh, actually, I don't prefer strength at all. <laughs> so, what, a, attack, attack is d20, right? Just remind me. Yep. Yeah, roll a d20. d20. Plus dexterity. Uh, your dex modifier, yes please. Yes, that is eight. That is not good. Okay, um, one of the problems you have is that... It's not one, though. It's not one. Uh, the problem you have is that the the skeleton in front of you is kind of obstructing your view of the, of the next entrance. So you, you go to throw trying to sort of account to get it over him uh instead the rock doesn't reach him it just lands on the floor sort of in the center of the chamber and immediately you you see them and they all just look at the uh, at the rock in the ground the one nearest you starts heading towards the rock on the ground there just moves 10 feet away and just starts looking around i, I, I can't see uh yeah no, I haven't got a map up yet. This was this was oh, theatre right. of the mind, but I have got a map. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a map just in case. In fact, you know what? I will. You know what? I will bring up a map. PK. No, I was I was just because you were just there. I'm like I don't know where there is. There you go. <laughs> I'll unveil the map. I can, I can do a middleman job here as well. Um, by the way, so uh, it might not necessarily might not be necessary for people to uh, all have the stream. I could probably do some captures and stuff. That'd be great, actually. Um, yeah, because I appreciate not everyone can dual screen and have the bandwidth and so on. Uh, anyway, I do have a map up now, Marta, if you, hey. you wanted to have a look. See. Oh, look at all them skeletons. Yep. I so, didn't... <laughs> so can you point to where the exit is? It's it's, uh, so it's got an exit right here. there. Past the... Past these guys. The one that was here has now moved over here, looking at this rock. The rest of them seem to have the attention of this area currently. Mini. So all of them are, are looking into the middle except for that one guy. Oh, that one guy. Okay. Sorry, there's the delay. <laughs> Sorry, yes. <laughs> watching the the, yeah, they're, they're all looking in the middle aside from one who is who is the one in the middle. But he, And he's still looking towards the middle but not has not moved. Yeah, he just seems to be examining the area around the rock on the ground. Um, the rest of them are now looking towards the centre, but obviously this means that those on the right-hand side of the passageway are now looking across to the left-hand side. Yeah. Can I... I want to throw another rock, but to the opposite direction of the door I want to... Sure, throwing it uh, off to the right, of course. Yeah, make another attack roll. <gasps> yes! Yes! Non-natural 20. Non-natural 20. Nice! Yeah. All right. You throw it, and... Um... <laughs> this one this one connects um, 
Uh, did you want to hit the wall, or are you happy to hit one of the, the skeletons? <laughs> I'm happy to hit a skeleton in the face. Oh, okay. In the face. Okay, you can roll a d4. In a really comical way. Yep, roll a d4. <laughs> uh, d4, d4. There it is. One. <laughs> One and plus, uh, plus your uh, plus, plus your dex modifier. Uh, that's then that's plus one, so two. Do two damage. Uh, the skeleton just gets here, bang, gets hit in the helmet, <laughs> and the helmet actually kind of shuts, like the, the <laughs> shuts down on his face a bit. I mean, it's a skeleton, so it probably wouldn't make that much difference. But anyway, it's it's yeah. comical, um, and immediately, yeah. Skeletons start turning and looking at looking at them. But none, they haven't moved yet. They're all just looking around. It seems to God be. God damn it! Are you gonna make me torch these guys? <sighs> don't don't have to. I mean, I mean, to be to be fair, you've got them all looking in one direction now, aside from the one yeah. who's been who's now got been hit in the face. So. <laughs> You know, and okay, they're looking the opposite way. I'm gonna try to stealth past him. Yeah, good, good I gotta try to stealth past him. I gotta try to do it. Good shout, make a stealth check, please. I'll say that this will be. They're, they're obviously now aware there's something going on, so they'll be listening out. Eight. 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 Oh no. <laughs> okay. I know. You uh, start. I, I was like, that is not enough. You start sneaking. I also rolled. A natural twenty <laughs> of their perception, I'm... because that's what you do. That's what I do. Is my my demon dice has started again. Yeah. Uh, it was this one. It was this green boy. He's always always really good when I'm a DM, but never when I'm a player. Anyway, tiring jack time to the max, and I'm going to replace it with bullshit jack crit. <laughs> <laughs> this is not coming back out until you improve your behavior. Demon dice. Yeah. Been, been disciplined. Um, all right. Uh, uh, now taking suggestions for things to flash at Jack when he rolls. Another Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, tell me. Sure. What's gonna happen? Oh god. Well, in true Han Solo fashion, you start trying to sneak your way past, uh, like you're on the forest moon of Endor. St step on a twig, <laughs> and the skeleton that's was that is kind of guarding that entrance just goes, and just looks straight over at you looks you dead in in the eyes well through its eye holes middle. directly at you the one that went to explore the middle also turns around and another and another and i need you to roll initiative oh fuck i was just gonna like, yeah uh, if you've got to uh, get the hell out of there it's up to you 20 20 unnatural. unnatural 20 very nice beats my 18 so you get to go first let me find some appropriate music here we go okay music's, okay. Up, music's up and running over to you so your first narrative what do you want to do uh, I... <laughs> I don't want to waste all my spell slots okay <laughs> do it <laughs> no uh, you don't have to you've got your uh, cantrips of course well you know what I'm gonna do. So let me have a look. See. You don't have your can weapons. I that's hit, the problem. Can I hit those two closest to me with burning hands? Fifteen foot cone. Yeah, you can fit them in. You can fit them in. Okay. That's okay, a good shout. Okay. I'll cast burning hands. All right. In a direction where both of them just go like, oh god, oh god. 
So that's a that's a deck save, I believe, for both of them. Is that right? Yes, it's a deck save, and they need to uh, twelve. Well, one succeeds, one fails. Uh, so, matey without the helmet succeeds. This one fails. So, yeah, roll some damage, please. So that is three d six. Yep. Uh, actually, four d six because it's next level. Er. Oh, you cast er. it at second level. Oh, boss. Yeah, because I freaked out. Yeah. Ah! Yeah. Fair ah! That's that's valid. <laughs> Uh, that dude. Oh, that I get another one. Didn't take my own. Let's take this one. Trying to. Okay, so he takes er fifteen points of damage. Fifteen oh, damage. Yeah, it's four d six and nothing extra. Or am I? Alrighty. Um, I'm looking at this. It's just it's four d six and no plus. So and then five. seven for the one who succeeded because it's halved. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, they're both still standing, um, but uh, the but the first one, the one that took the brunt of the damage, uh, is his clothes will just start burning away. So you now got a flaming skull looking at you. Uh, you're also now, of course, it's been a little while for Neris. So just to remind everyone that also when you channel your fire energy, your uh, um, flames just kind of engulf yeah. all of you. Your skin is. You don't feel it, of course, you're fine, but yeah. basically it's burning to the touch of just fire is just enveloped all around you at this time, lighting you up and also drawing the attention of most of the other skeletons in the room. Uh, so, are you moving at all? Yes, I am going as far down that corridor as possible. All right, cool. <laughs> Off the map, brilliant. Uh, <laughs> you do get through there. That's right. That's totally. That's that's totally fine. I I have have other things for this. <laughs> I, I'm totally prepared. Uh, he says, <laughs> grasping at things like shit. You've got to the corridor. No one here is gonna give you shit for not being sufficiently prepared for this. So you. And suddenly, all the skeletons go pro. <laughs> no! <laughs> I am shocked and appalled. Pure shock. Um, actually, let's put him over here. So you uh, you run into another room. Uh, what, sorry? So you run through the through that uh, passageway. You emerge in another yeah. room. This one uh, seems the ceiling is very high here. It's like maybe maybe thirty feet up. It's a long way up. Um, you notice to your right that there is a corridor that seems to have uh, sorry. Uh, it seems that part of this chamber has collapsed uh, and has fallen down. There is just smoke to, uh, sort of um, coming up to the level of the crevasse. The crevasse below is completely covered in smoke. You can't see down there. It's heavily obscured. Oh, we've just lost uh, we just lost Dan, uh, DK. Anyway, no problem. He'll come back. They always come back. Anyway. Um, it, was, it wasn't me. It wasn't you, yeah. 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 Um, he's yeah, back. There we go. Thick with it was thick with smoke uh, below, so that you can't see down there. To your left, you can see that there is uh, a uh, there is an opening so in the, the cavern wall. Is yeah. In front of me, or uh, to your right. Yeah. To my right. Okay. To your right uh, is a crevasse, uh, and um, uh, so a cliff face, uh, dropping <laughs> dropping down out of sight, obscured by smoke that just seems to envelop the area and to the edge of your dark vision uh, that 
smoke continues and that uh, and that sort of collapsed area continues you can't see beyond it uh, at this time you see on your left that there is a, a um, there is a passageway and ahead of you also a passageway at the end of the corridor here so you've got two other entrances otherwise it's more sort of uh, dwarven uh, architecture and uh, natural stone combined so all of your movement will get you to about here. Okay. Uh, do, and I, they, well, they have a turn, don't they? They do have a turn. Um, so uh, do I, still, I don't have anything. I did, I, I unless did you a have thing a, and I ran. Yeah, unless you have a bonus action, because you used an action. Is an, is an uh, perception check like, to see if there's anything about the, differ the differentiate these two visible... Oh, sure, I'll let you do that. Yeah, that's, that's fine. Yeah. yeah, just a quick, yeah. Yeah, no problem at all. That is... Because uh, it's hard to read sometimes. Uh, perception. Or is, which one? Is it perception or investigation you're allowing me to do? Uh, perception. Just as you're running through. Uh, so, non-natural 20. Non-natural 20. What was it you were looking for? So I'm looking for anything, like basically I'm looking for gusts of wind and air ah. and anything else that differentiates these two. Okay, so the wind, the air. yeah, yeah, no problem. So the wind uh, is more, it seems to be coming from uh, from the right. Uh, so where the crevasses and all the smoke, it seems that the wind actually, it seems to be coming from a chamber further, further along uh, this room. And in fact, that is what's keeping the smoke down to that level. Uh, the okay. smoke would be billowing out into the entirety of the chamber were it not for this, this wind that seems to be keeping it <laughs> contained within that sunken area of the of the chamber. Um, the difference that you get between the two, um, so the right-hand side, uh, sorry, the left-hand side of you, which is where I put the red handkerchief, um, that uh, you get a glance, you can see through the, uh, the doorway at this time, you can see that there are some carved steps leading upwards from there and ahead of you um the passage you can't see the passageway but it seems to go immediately in either left or right as there is a stone wall just beyond the entranceway so the one straight, that straight ahead have the air coming through i'm sorry say that again the one that um isn't the one with the air has the red handkerchief yeah, uh, and there's also yeah. another one. Uh, there's another one with a white handkerchief, which I'm just putting mm. down there, which also doesn't have air coming from it. The air is coming from beyond the smoke. I'm Do confused. So there's the one on my left that yeah. has the red handkerchief. That's the closest. Yeah, that's and the closest. Yeah, and then further down, there's another one. Yep. Yeah. And there's another one. Um, so it seems that the the chamber continues beyond your the edge of your dark vision, yeah. uh, where the sunken bit where the smoke is. It seems that there is more to that to this room, further along, but you just can't see that far. Okay, and the red has some steps going up. Okay. Yep. Cool. Thank you. No problem. Uh, anything else you need to know? Not for now. Cool. Yes, I'm assuming there's no light coming from it. Not currently, no. Okay. Um, okay, so at the end of your turn, skeletons start following. Now, because you ran, 
they're not all going to be able to reach you. Uh, in fact, only uh, I think only one of them was close enough to actually be in touching distance of you. Runs oh, up to no, you. He's going to touch me. <laughs> um, as I said, armed with the, armed with a spear and a shield, makes a lunge at you with it. Okay, well I rolled a four, uh, so that's going to be a, a uh, that's going to be an eight, which will miss. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Uh, just tries so... to take a swipe at you and misses. Another one also enters the room. He can't get close enough to you um, with his spear so he instead he just opts to run and try and cut you off coming in front of you so he hasn't attacked but he's just in front of you at this time uh, and you can hear that others are following from behind in the cavern your turn, what are you doing? Uh, I'm going up the route with a handkerchief alrighty you start running that way cutscene! <laughs> yeah. I'm really, just gonna make this. You're really I'm making me keep, work for this. Yeah, I really just keep taking routes that take me off the map. <laughs> so you have to keep building it. Oh. Right here we go. Let's do it this way because okay, it looks cool. Very much enjoying that. You start. Um, you run up. You run up some stairs. It's a narrow corridor. Just with your normal movement, you can get to about there. Um. <laughs> okay. Yep, they are very much. As Bart has just said in the chat, that they can never confirm nor deny the existence of a private chat right. for the party. <laughs> but you put it in the public chat; it comes up. I said I can neither confirm nor deny. Surely you know what that means by now. It means it means I can't confirm nor nor deny it. But they're basically laughing while you're fighting for. Anyway, with your movement, you get to about there. Uh, you can, of course, dash as an action to make you move further. Uh, or whatever else you want to do with your action that turn. Uh, oh, this is... Uh, so what can I see ahead of me again? So it just keeps going stairs. Just, just stairs. So you've got up the stairs. You're now running across the corridor. That's a very good point, though. You can see there is a chamber ahead. You and can't really there. see what's in there at this time. Uh, there does seem to be actually that's a good point there is some light in there it seems to be uh, there's a torch in a sconce just here just on just beat before the doorway there are no doors it's it's open uh, and what you can see on the edge of your dark vision that there seems to be some kind of uh, slab within a stone slab um, in the center of the room there's no door it's open it's 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 an open archway what? Huh. Okay, this could be risky. Uh, what do I want to do? You know what? I'm gonna dash. <laughs> Run into the room. What's your passive perception? Uh, good question. Uh, perception is 13. Okay, with 13. Upon entering, 13. thirteen. Upon entering the room, you notice when you enter the room that you are not alone in there. 
There are two. Maybe some other horrible monster, and I'm gonna die again. <laughs> no. <laughs> this isn't what they look like, but uh, they're. <laughs> Super convincing with, uh, with Jackie. <laughs> no, of two, course not. I wouldn't do that. Two figures in red robes are flanking the doorway, uh, and they immediately come and grab you, grab you by the arms. Uh, so this will well, be. I'm still on fire, am I not? Um, it ends at the end of your go, so. Uh, oh, right. okay. um, for, for now. Uh, obviously, next time you do it, it will be up again. But anyway, they grab you by both arms, so this will be a contested grapple check. So, either. So, to escape the grapple, it's either athletics or acrobatics. Up to you. I think both are equally shit. No, no actually, acrobatics are better. Okay. What? How did you do? That is 11. 11. 11's not enough as the first. Uh, I rolled a 17 on the dice as the first one grabs you. The second one's also going to grab you, um, so you can make another check. Yeah, that's a five, so I'm sure I'm not gonna. Yeah, you've yeah, yeah. they've they've cap they've grabbed you by both arms, <laughs> and then appear. Now make another check to be super duper grappled. <laughs> you're now grappled on both <laughs> arms. You are now restrained. Um, and at the end of the. Uh, corridor just uh, of the chamber sorry appearing from behind it seems an alcove to one side you see the smirking face of the half elf you thought you'd left behind of uh, Damon the red mage ah Neris you're here ahead of time excellent well I was gonna drag you out here unconscious but seeing as you're already here I think I might enjoy this uh, and uh, signals and the two fellows start dragging you over to the slab in the center of the room. Oh god. Uh, uh, so I can cat So is there, is there any any like is there any spell I can cast restraint? Uh any spell that doesn't require somatic components you can do. So if it's just verbal you can do it. Uh, also, you have the ability, because of your um, background, yeah, you can do prestidigitation without having to do any of those things. Because it, it says, I have a mark here, so it says, component, oh, it says pro both verbal and somatic, not just... Uh, for, for the subtle spell, yeah. Right. No, I'm looking at this, at this uh, for example, cantrips. The only spell you can do that's not thematic as light or prestidigitation with your call. Yeah. Okay. You, can, uh, you can light. You can light them. <laughs> You're illuminated. Glow sticks. <laughs> so I'm just going to. Uh, well, I guess I can't do anything. So I'm just uh, gonna go uh, like screaming and like no. Bastard, you know. You can try and that. get free. Yeah, I'll, yeah, definitely that. I'm gonna be resisting as much. I'm gonna be biting, pulling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You do it. You do it. Scratching, um, kicking, start a, start a boging. No, she's. Like, can you still make the attack? Yeah, attack, physical attack, right? Oh, right. Yeah, you just so have disadvantage because you're because of the. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna try to kick. I'm assuming these uh, these are guys. Uh, they are, no? from what you can tell, yeah, 
probably. Yeah, okay. Okay, probably. I'm gonna try to kick the one on the right in the nut. Okay. Cancel out the disadvantage by expending your inspiration. That's true. So you have disadvantage currently, but if you use your inspiration as Bart says. Oh, I'm doing it. Okay, using your inspiration, so it'll just be a normal attack roll. Um, this is an unarmed strike, so you'd be using your strength. Uh, so this is 12. 12. Yep, yeah, 12. Plus zero. 12 is enough. They're not, they're not armoured. Uh, 12, 12 hits. Um, so because it's an unarmed strike yeah, and you're... And you're and, <laughs> you never know. <laughs> and you're not... Maybe he's wearing a cup, okay? No one's ever oh, armoured a cup of plus one armour cup. <laughs> um, so because you're not... Shane and kilt under there. <laughs> Ting! No, it's fine. No, no. Um, so because because uh, you're not a monk, it's um, just your strength modifier, I think, plus one, I want to say. It's zero. So you do one damage. Yeah. And you hear, and but you do, and you hear, does that hurt? you hear, oh, you bitch! <laughs> and you've kicked a woman in the nuts. There we go. <laughs> anyway. That was the sound Even with the delay, all around Jack, I see confused faces with that statement. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's a letter. Obviously. <laughs> anyway, yes, in the in the in the area, in in her in her private area. The anyway, area, yes. they are they 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 are not amused um, because of the the nunny shot. So they uh, <laughs> grab, <laughs> just drag you over and slam you onto the slab. Ow. <clears throat> Uh, and and they start <clears throat> from below the slab. They pull out these um, metal. They look like just chain manacles, but when you get a better look at them, they're actually um, sort of uh, cone cone shaped, and they're large enough to envelop the hollow, large enough to envelop your entire hands, like Captain Marvel style, like over the hands, okay. and they just attach them to you. <laughs> start strapping belts to you and Damer just kind of looms over overhead and just uh, just laughs and uh, and says ah still got a lot of fight well I think you're going to need that aren't you <laughs> I want to spit at him you can attempt to spit at him uh I'll say. What kind of check is that? That's a very help. Oh, make a spit check. Uh, this. Same uh, as a pee off a tower check. I think this will be. I think this will be intimidation. Okay. Okay. Excellent. That is twelve. Twelve. Yes, 12. With a twelve, um, <laughs> he sees the spit coming. Uh, so he's. <laughs> Makes a dexterity save, he fails, uh, so he just, hit, he just yes. goes to move and pfft, just kind of hits him in the face. <laughs> and he just wipes it off calmly and looks you in the eyes and says, This blood better be worth it. And, and then she's we. Gonna say, um, she, stops, she stops going like that and looks him straight in the eye with her crazy red eyes and says, I will burn you to the ground. You'll be nothing but ashes when I'm done with you. Oh, you'll be burning a lot, Neris. You'll be... Your help will bring about uh, a burning that, uh, well, I, I don't want to give too much away, but uh, 
Yeah, you can do what you like when I'm done with you. And we're going to cut back at that bleak moment to our to the rest of the party. So, uh, first of all, yeah, <laughs> chills, literal chills. Anyway. <clears throat> oh my god, like literally. So moving back to the rest of the party then, you guys. Uh, so, uh, <clears throat> first of all, Malar, you've uh, been to the um, been to to the uh, the council chambers. Uh, to return the seal was there anything particular that you wanted uh, anything else that you wanted to do while you were there or was it literally just handing it back uh, and then we could just skip ahead to, to the next bit uh, I was just going to hand it back and then just basically very very briefly debrief the councillor just sort of say uh, a lot <coughs> of people died up there uh, tell her about the cult of Elusha and then it was a shit show you leave well out of it. <laughs> yeah. Made absolutely the right call, deputising other people to go and be there. Woo boy. <sighs> well, uh, well, um, Deacon, I can only thank you for your service uh, and for dealing with this problem. Clearly, my faith in you was well placed. Uh, um, thank you. What about the house? Oh, well, 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 well said. Uh, they, when we, when we were promised a house. Uh, that was that, that was, was yeah exactly. Not here, not here. It was the we, the other town over. We've only been here for one night. We literally stayed here, went to a pub, got and uh, there is a second by. seal, <laughs> which. Councillor Potter, that you've gone to return the seal to. No, it's uh, the councillor in. You weren't here for this one. No, this is the councillor in Heroes Landing. There was uh, yes, there was there were two different councillors that they, that things have happened for. Um, but anyway, yes, you return the seal. We're two nights away from Hilberg, where that counselor is. Oh, and um, uh, and as you get, turn to leave, Malashes, um, is uh, I don't suppose uh, Lord Bron is still in your company. Oh no, we uh, we we parted ways uh, uh, at Manor. He is uh, headed back to the uh, as the crow flies. Right. Well, um, now that we're in the clear, as it were, um, apologies for um, what happened with the uh, the tavern owner from uh, Oraglor. Um, he, uh, Lord Bron, basically um, threatened to to get uh, to get the entirety of of House Bron involved and. Um, well, a fight between Burekrin and the Crowflies. I did not want to be inciting anything like that. Um, diplomatic immunity, blah, 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 blah. They, uh, I didn't want to get involved. I'm, I'm sorry for the the uh, strife that this has caused your group. I uh, appreciate your honesty. Um, I think you probably took the uh, better path there. Um, an altercation on that scale would not have been... Uh, congenial to have a party mm. um, it was pleased to meet you I will be about my way now I have other things to deal with uh, I bid you good night uh, and to you and uh, and I uh, leave and uh, yes and uh, a happy festive well belated festival and you leave <laughs> okay um, so uh, okay that's you so then over to uh, Leobrin and Seth you head to the inn um, are you just looking to rent rooms for the night 
when we get there, I'm gonna uh, say to Leo, Leo, do you mind going in to get the uh, room sorted while I stay here with the uh, doppelganger package and make sure nothing happens? Uh, and now, it's gonna be pissed. Yes, uh, we should definitely not leave her alone. Um, I can, yes, I can organize things with building. But I definitely uh, had to had... what it was. If you head in, I'll stay with the carriage for now. And when he leaves, I want to talk to the doppelganger. Okay. All right. Well, you can you can certainly do that. So, uh, what would you like to what would you like to say? Uh, just going to give a couple of little knocks on the uh, crate we currently have her in, and her, he, it, the crate we have it in, and just ask it one question the people you worked for that took Nerith was it because you believe in their cause or because they paid you <laughs> uh, I so wanted to say no there just no but uh, <laughs> uh well um what can I say? I owe them everything. I wouldn't exist were it not for them, so, uh, yeah. There are some things other than money that interest me. So, once they're gone, what will you be doing? Well, you know, I'll, uh, have to keep myself to myself. Uh, I do have a penchant for, uh, magical items, so, uh, Perhaps I'll go looking for some of those. I'll keep myself out of trouble, uh, though. If you truthfully take us to where Neris was, I have a job for you afterwards. I know someone that can give you gainful employment after. Hmm. And you hear, hmm, make a persuasion check for me, please. Cool. I'm going to use my inspiration for this. Ooh, okay. This, this means a lot. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Drum roll. Okay. I rolled a 2 and an 18, so I'm very glad I used inspiration. Very good. Uh, with my persuasion, give me one sec because my D&D Beyond crashed. No! Almost there. I'm at my ability page. So Add a hundred for rogue. Eighteen plus six, so twenty-four persuasion. Twenty-four. In um. In your own voice, you hear back to you. All right, got yourself a deal. Do I have an accent like that? No. <laughs> Don't listen to myself much. Do I sound like that? No. <laughs> no, of course no. So once once you've taken us to Neris's location, you'll be free, and I'll introduce you to who can uh, keep you busy with your very unique skills afterwards. And in fleeting looks, voice, <laughs> you hear, yeah, sure, bestie, anything you want. <laughs> With that, I'll finish the conversation and 
stay waiting there until Leo says he's, we've got room. All right. Uh, so Leo Bryn, inside the inn, um, it seems to seems to have the same jovial atmosphere that it had when you guys arrived here a couple of days ago. Um, it's slightly, it is busier now. Uh, it seems that there are um, very various townsfolk, um, some with uh, sort of wheat sheaf crowns on their heads, uh, others just in very bright colours. They seem to be the sort of hangers-on leftover from the um, from from Festiva, which obviously was the uh, uh, the festival to begin the month of. Uh, <laughs> A festival, I, uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> only yesterday, uh, so there's much frivolity, lots of drinking. Um, yeah, quite a happy atmosphere here. Um, what would you like to do? Uh, I think. I mean, I, I'm missing a lot of doing what's happening. I think I'm looking for rooms. Okay. Um, so you go up to the counter yeah. and you, you recognise the, the red-headed uh, bartender and the owner. What's the name of this inn, by the way? It's the Weary Traveller. The Weary Traveller. So yeah, you recognise uh, the barman, the barmaid uh, and owner. Yes, uh, so can I help you at all? Um, oh, uh, you, were here, uh, you were here a couple of days ago, weren't you? Uh, yes, yes, we were. We um, we're on our way back now. Excellent, excellent. Well, I I, tr I trust you had a, a good time at whatever you were doing before. Um, uh, sorry, you may not may not remember me. Uh, um, my uh, my mother uh, Morag. She was um, she was the one who was uh, um, gave you a, a fortune telling, if I recall. Oh, you can't hear me. Oh, okay, that's that's an issue. Uh, da, 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 da. Can you hear me Everything now? Is frozen. It's frozen. Hello, I, I had that. language to him. Oh no. Uh, okay, we'll try and get Marshall back, and we'll we'll go back. We'll go back to Marshall. Uh, just let us know when you can hear us. Uh, in the meantime, I'll switch I, over. I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Yep. Okay. Okay, yeah. um, so she asks, um, "Do you re if you remember um, your her mother giving you a, a reading last time you were here?" Yeah. Um, uh, I think I'm still going. I have uh, to, yeah, yeah. I have to have to apologise for her. She was, um, uh, yes, she she's a, an an odd an odd lady, and I can say that I am her daughter. <laughs> um, sorry, uh, Delta Delta Waters. I, I got the first name Delta. Hi Delta. Um uh, yes, um uh yes, your your uh relative that I missed the connection because signal grandmother? Uh his mother, mother, yes. Mother. She's not that old. <laughs> Thank you. Um uh, this is this is This is fun. fun. Um, <laughs> Hopefully, I'll have internet by next week. Fingers um, crossed. But uh, anyway, um, how how many rooms do you require, sir? Ah, well, I well, some people are staying in the place which is taking care of the werewolf party. So one, two, three, four, 
I'm trying to do the numbers on who is. Three should do. Three should do. Thanks, chat. <laughs> this is easier. Um, three rooms. Yes, uh, three, uh, please. Of, of course, of course. Uh, no problem at all. Uh, that should be... Uh, let me just check. We have three, <laughs> three for a starter. There's obviously been quite a few here what, with a festival last night. And... Um, Ah, yes, um, so it's uh, six gold pieces for the three rooms, please. Six gold pieces? Um, um, very well. Uh, 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 excuse me, uh, Mr. Is Leobrin, wasn't it? Um, hi. Uh, and you turn around and you see the... Um, you see uh, the two nobles uh, who were accompanying you on the carriages. Uh, you recognise... Uh, the you recognise the halfling which uh, was a bit embarrassed um, in front of you by um, by Lord Belvedere at the ball, uh, and, yes. you, and you recognise uh, the uh, a human as well, um, uh, the one that had got a bit pally with um, Seth, and he's uh, although doesn't look as it doesn't look like a man of such importance. You know that this is. Um, this is uh, Gustav Rackentel, who is a, uh, a merchant, essentially working for the Rumbleguts clan. Uh, and he, uh, yes. Uh, 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 well, um, given everything that that you've done for us, we thought it's only right that you know we we, we do something for you guys. Um, so, uh, why don't we get this? Uh, or should I say, uh, why doesn't uh, uh, Gary here uh, get it? And uh, the the halfling just kind of kind of looks up and goes, "Yeah, because you know I'm, I'm the one with the money, I suppose. So uh, yeah, I, I guess I'll get it then." Gary. Gary. <laughs> uh, <Gary. laughs> um. Uh, uh, definitely, I I believe that is uh, a lovely gesture from you, and I think uh, I think we will happily take it. Thank you very much. Oh well, you know. Um, you saved me from being turned into a bloody werewolf, so <laughs> yeah, I, I should be thanking you, really. Uh, despite everything, if we do what we can. We are we are heroes, um, but uh, yes, and we do that posture too. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and he uh, and yes, he pays pays for the room. Lovely. Um, yeah, we can also perhaps uh, join you for food later. Oh, that'd be uh, that'd be most agreeable. Um, of course, uh, Heroes Landing's no morning ill, but I suppose its hospitality should be uh, should be up to scratch. There are many a halfling round here, so <laughs> uh, we'll. Um, I guess we'll be in here, uh, and yeah, come come join us whenever. Lovely. <laughs> oh, that sounds good. Um. Uh, excuse me a moment. I have to talk to someone as the sort of pre-arranged me. Oh, um, but, but but of course, um, we won't stand in the way of heroes doing their good work. <laughs> All right, so you get leave. So I've just had a bit of a problem with the um, webcam, but nothing I can do about that at this stage just dropped a little bit we can still see everyone so it's all good anyway okay so you you are you heading out Marshall um now 
there was something in the recap that I missed the vital information from, which is what I meant to do with the orb. Ah, uh, okay, so you were, um, I'll tell you what, make a history check for me. Cool. That is 16. Okay, so you recall that your task with the uh, with the crystal ball, should you choose to accept it, was to give it back to um, to return it to its owner, which uh, is the sister of the fortune teller, um, who apparently wanders uh, the half road, um, which is on your way back to Hilburg. You may well come across her, um, and that in doing so, uh, your patron, uh, the lady Aranth. Uh, would know the fortune tellers seem to have a an unearthly knowledge um, about about a, an insight into yourself and your motivations, uh, and that seemed to strike a chord with you. Yeah, I think I got all that. Um, return it to the sister of the fortune teller who lived on the road. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay, um, so I don't need to. Well, I'll I'll see. I'll still see if I can drop by fortune teller lady and say I achieved a goal. Uh, sorry, say that again. Oh, um, I, I I still drop by the the fortune teller and let her know that I'm sort of fifty percent along the the task. Of course. Um. Yep. Yeah, and. Uh... Uh, make a perception check for me. Am I, am I coming through? Okay. Yep. Could you make a perception check, please? <laughs> okay. Yes, that is a 17. 17. Um, looking about the bar, she doesn't appear to be in sight there. Um, doesn't seem to be out in the main area of the bar that you can tell. Okay. Um, I'll ask Delta? Yeah. Um, if her mother uh, Well, um, I mean she was she was here this morning. Um uh, she does she does like to go wandering sometimes though. Um I I don't ask because it's normally after some fanciful thing. Um I mean she may be out on the mind you well, mind you it's getting late now. Um she may be out on the road. Um, if you do see her outside, though, please tell her to come back to the inn. You know, it's getting late. Yes. Uh... I'm frozen again. Good. Um, so, yeah, she, she doesn't know where she is. Essentially. Um, okay, so with that, um, you have, so you have no further leads on where she is currently. So what we'll do, um, we'll, we'll get back to you because I think you're having some issues. <laughs> we'll um, we'll switch over to Brucon. So Brucon, you are um, after your you've meditated at the altar, 
so best part of an hour, um, centered yourself. Um, you see that in the time that you've been doing so, um, Layla has laid out um, various items around. <laughs> Layla has laid out. Yes, gotta love it. Um, she's burn, burning some incense. There are various uh, candles that seem to have been sort of ritualistically placed, deliberately placed in certain places around uh, the altar. Um, and she has um, she ha has piled a, a few items on the um, up on the altar, including um, a a. Um, pitcher a just a, a glass pitcher um, full of water uh, there are um, there is some uh, s sort of a, a fine powder it looks like uh, perhaps it was uh, uh, some sort of precious stone that has been ground down like an amethyst or similar um, and she mm, very nice uh, it's really really creating a scene and she, uh, <laughs> it's, it's really, it's really the feng shui. Uh, and she, um, she scoops the, scoops up this precious stone at this time, and uh, hands it to you. Would you, um, would you mind um, just scattering this, uh, just uh, uh, in, at the feet of our of our three um, friends here? Making it rain, basically. I'm making like, it rain. Yeah. Nice. Uh, the kind of like he's not treating this with the full reverence it probably arguably deserves. <laughs> yeah. Um, but he, but at the same time he's um, you know he's, he's he's giving it his all. He's trying. He's really going for it. That's yeah. fair. All right. Um, so you do so. Uh, just like really like yeah, and like start sprinkling. Maybe a bit overly generous with the uh, amethyst at first, and then you have to kind of scoop up some from the first pile to then put more in the third pile, which is looking a bit thin on the ground. Uh, and you know, and Layla just kind of watches you doing this as she sort of uh, starts muttering. the blind vibe emerging from the execution of this ritual. <laughs> she's just she smiles over at you. She's just um, seems to be muttering some uh, a very quiet prayer. Uh, as she sort of gazes into the water uh, and you notice it the water itself starts to ripple um, just just as she's muttering this even though she's it was still beforehand as she held it then starts to move unnaturally um, bar the doors if you would Mr. Buchon Certainly. and once you uh, have closed the door there's only one door Buchan, fortunately Buchan takes the opportunity to, to give the collapsible rod uh, a little workout. It kind of goes goes within ten feet of the door, deploys the rod, and then like uses it to kind of put the bar in place. And goes, yes, this is extremely handy. <laughs> um, just kind of like going around, going, I have a ten foot pole that extends whatever I want it to. I'm now going to like do unbelievably mundane things that I could easily do just normally with this pole, just because. It's, it's it sounds like uh, it's, it sounds like Brucon has been self isolating for far too long. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Had to get one in there. Had to get one in there. Uh, <laughs> just, just possibly. <laughs> um, 
and uh, and and as Layla sort of observes you, observes you doing this, she quips, um, <laughs> quips, just be sure that uh, it doesn't extend when you don't want it to, Mr. Brucon. That is, uh, yes, uh, that oh. is a common problem I've heard. Oh shit! <laughs> so so uh, uh, sort of um, cocks his head and goes, "No, I don't think there's much risk of that." But uh, thanks anyway. Excellent. Um, right. Now, um, the final stage. I need you to um, join hands with me and just follow me uh, in a prayer, if you would. So, I need Brucon to make a religion check, please. Okay, well, that's certain to go swimmingly. Uh... I feel like this is the first religion check we've done. We've met a god. Sure. Like, <laughs> no, there have been there have been religion checks. Yeah, <laughs> there's definitely been some religion checks before. Yeah, hundred okay. percent. But Here we, we need to do it more. Time. You're right. One hundred percent in the hands of Gamble, the luck god. Here, let's see what we're up to. Six. Six. All right. Six plus nothing. Six. Uh, so as Layla notices that, that you're kind of faltering with your speech as you try to copy the words that she's saying, but they seem to be um, partially um, <laughs> in a language you don't speak, so you're kind of mumbling your way through. Any chance we could sort of, like, would it be possible to substitute in, in lieu of religion performance on the grounds that Brucon is, is emulating? Uh, I, I tell you what, um, yeah, that seems fair enough, actually. Do you want to roll again, I guess then? the result was 10 instead of... I, I, I was just going to say that because oh, okay. a bonus instead of the jack shit bonus that I have. <laughs> so with ten, yeah, yeah. So you're you're again. So you're still you're muttering along. You're you're not entirely sure what you're saying, but you you seem to be emulating her it pretty me, well. That that yeah, that, that seems to work. That's, that's how I go about my I life. Uh, school, <laughs> you can build an entire life on this basis. It's fine. Living proof. Uh, anyway, um, <laughs> you do so. Um, and she passes the water um, across, um, pouring That's a bit on. Genius, <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> pours water over each yeah. of the uh, of the people's head individually, um, and you see um, ever so briefly uh, a sort of a bluish kind of glow appear uh, from the water as it passes onto them. Uh, and uh, yeah, uh, and it, the once the ritual is over, maybe ten or so minutes later, she uh, looks to you and just nods and thanks you for for assisting. This should be. Uh, yes, it was nothing really. Honestly, I have no idea what it was. I just did. Well, many hands make like work, so I've heard. <laughs> anyway. Um, but also, you you can reach a lot higher than, than me, given the you know you're at least a foot taller, so it's always useful, uh, especially for those high shelves. <laughs> anyway, um, uh, I have given my blessings upon upon these three. Um, hopefully, this will aid them in what's to come tonight. Um, that is all I can do. Uh, I'm going to. Well, well, so, uh, what should we do now? Uh, surely. Well, hmm. well, I, 
we could try squeezing them into the, the vestry, I suppose, but it might be a bit um, a bit cramped for them. They've, there's only two of us, and there's three of them, so... But I've... I've yeah. I wouldn't want to treat anyone badly, but... Um, I mean, would, would the rest of you be happy with that? What... Uh... I think that our main concern is just making sure that nobody is uh, seriously injured or uh, or killed by, uh, by our um, our unfortunate compatriots here. Um, so, is, uh, anything we can do to reduce the, the chances of accidents um, preferable, really. Uh, there is only one door. Sorry, are there windows in the, in the room? So, uh, there are some windows, yes. Um, just very um, thin, uh, tall windows that can more like. Yeah, they're wider than arrow really, slits, not really but escape routes, not particularly. No, the doors seem like the the double doors seem like the, the only way in or out. However, the she does Layla kind of notes. Well, the vestry, I suppose, has only one door, and um, were uh, were they to break through there, of course, maybe we could then stop them in this area. However, I, I'm not a uh, I'm not adept at, at fighting. Uh, it's not really my line of work, as I'm sure you oh, well, can understand. Uh, uh, happily, it's just about the only thing in my life I've ever been remotely good at, so uh, here, tell you what, here's a thought. You go and uh, and put yourself in the vestry, then uh, th th that seems like the, the safest place for you to be, and I'll park up here and uh, should, should, our, should our friends get a, a frisky, then uh, I'll, I'll be there to give them some capacity. How does that sound? Oh, well, that sounds um, most agreeable, uh, Mr. Brucon. Um, but surely, should the worst happen, that puts you immediately in danger. Yeah, but you know, I, I didn't. Uh, I didn't become a a, uh, a traveller and, and quester after um, uh, after after glory and uh, the levity of the balance to uh, sit around uh, while other people put themselves in danger of, uh, on my behalf. A thousand blessings upon you, Brucon. Uh, I didn't get your last we name. Official? <laughs> I'm afraid. I'm, a, sort of sense. I'm afraid. I'm afraid I can't. But um, uh, uh, but uh, may the eight watch over you. And uh, what was your last name? Sorry. <laughs> uh, Re. Re, Mr. Re, <laughs> and she 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 kind of goes up to you and she kind of has to go on her tiptoes, but she goes to like just kiss you on the cheek, uh, and then the other cheek, uh, and then and then goes to to head head towards the door, um, and turns around and then runs back over to you, and uh, just lays her arm on your shoulder, and says, and uh, may the balance be forever in your favour. And cast guidance on you. There we go. That's what I was looking for. Thank you very much. It's, 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 what the, it's what the clergymen do. They just pop pop guidance on people. I've noticed. <laughs> um, and it's, uh, it's, it's one of their it's one of their finer points. Hear the, hear her uh, locking the door uh, to the vestry. Uh, so you're Excellent. now alone with uh, your three charges. Um, so there's uh, Greta Grouse, um, the uh, the male uh, noble uh, who, with the, in a militaristic um, jacket and fleeting look, of course, 
video as well. Does Fiji Nook have his uh, magical bullshit? Um, yes. The hammer axe thing about his person. He does. Yes. Cool. I'm gonna grab that and I'm going to rope it up and uh, attach it to my back. Whoa, 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 whoa! What are you doing? I'm, 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 I'm taking him his his weapon. No, no, he's asking you. <laughs> sorry, please look. Just kind of oh, like right. snatches like oh, recoils away. I thought, were, I thought they were. Sorry, I thought they were unconscious. Uh, no, no, they're conscious. Yes. Oh, uh, yeah, they're they're, they're awake. They're, they're aware of what's happening. I've broken, I've broken. Sorry. Okay. Well, well, minor retcon on that one. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, turns to uh, fleeting look and says, uh, "Hang on, one second. Sorry about that." Okay. Uh, says, um, "So, Mr. Look, uh, hope you don't take this um, in the wrong way, but." Uh, just on the off chance that you do turn into a ravenous, slavering, murderous beast, uh, the kind of which uh, people have told stories about uh, to frighten their children for generations. Could I have your weapon, please? Uh, just as a safe, just as a precautionary measure. Uh, uh, well, um, okay. I guess, um, you know, fair fan, dwarves, yeah, fine. Just give it back later. Yeah, of course. No, I, 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 believe me, I have no, uh, I have no designs on, on, on this uh, item. I, I'm merely uh, seeking to uh, reduce the likelihood of me getting horrendously electrocuted in the course of tonight's events. Um, so, of course. Now, so one of, one of the you know, nine billion feet of rope that Brucon has about his person, and strap this thing onto his back. <laughs> uh, yeah, no problem at all. Uh, and Fleeting just kind of has a moment, just looks at the other two and then up at you um so we're all um we're all cursed aren't we uh, um that's uh that sucks but um i was wondering um do you know what the collective uh, noun would be for uh, a group of cursed individuals that's an excellent question. I suppose it would take the next eight or so hours to really workshop all of the possibilities. Uh, really explore every potential. I think I, think I just broke the players there. Yeah. <laughs> oh, great. We, we, it's been too long. We've been, we, we're, we were overdue a collective now. It's true, it's true. Recycling that humour. Yeah, yeah. um, yeah, callback. Gotta love those callbacks. Uh, great. Um, and anyway. One of the things. One other thing. Yeah. Uh, now I'm going to scan the room for. So uh, how the, the windows you mentioned. Yes. How high? Uh, how high up are they? Well, you see, the room's kind of uh, uh, conical shaped. Um, so it's uh, so they're sloped up towards the ceiling. Um, the ceiling itself is roughly about sort of, uh, I guess, between twelve and fourteen feet at its peak. Windows are close to the ceiling. Yeah, they go most of the way up to the to the ceiling. They maybe stop about a, a, from from your sight, maybe a couple of feet before the uh, before the, the centre. Okay, that that that'll uh, and 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 how far apart are they spaced actually? Equally spaced, a um, couple of meters apart. Couple of meters. Okay. Uh, so I've combined feet and meters, but sorry, about six feet apart. You're British. <laughs> it's what we do. Um, uh, okay. and, and any other features like you say hang on so it's conical so how how 
how far apart are the walls at the at the sort of top of this point? What, what, how 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 fine a point does it come to? Is it literally to a point, or is it? Yeah, it seems to be a point, um, and it seems oh, that right. the, the ceiling it just kind of follows the outside of the building. There's not like a uh, a loft. And the, and the top of the point, you say, about fourteen feet off the, off yeah. the ground. Cool. And the uh, uh, the raised bit with the altar in in the center kind of makes the gap to the ceiling about twelve feet. Yep, that's yep, fab. Um, okay, uh, Brucon um, grabs a seat and uh, pulls out a pack of cards. Goes, no, anybody uh, up for a round of a hand of poker? Um, oh yeah, I would love a party. Yeah, uh, Greta comes over straight away. Uh, fleeting yes, look. I thought, you might be, uh, I thought you might be interested. We can possibly explore some additional rules in your case, uh, madam, uh, if, if you'd be agreeable. But let's make sure everyone else is, uh, is, is interested first. Of all. Fleeting look just um, kind of reaches into his pocket and goes, I prefer, I prefer dice, if you have any dice games. Uh, I'm sure we can come up with something. Um, I've only got one die, but... Ah, hang on. So, uh, wait a moment. Yes, of course. Grabs. Classic. Excellent. Uh, and the uh, this, the third guy uh, doesn't come over in the military, uh, military jacket, but you do uh, make a perception check for me. No, uh, uh, yeah. I was about to say passive okay. perception, and then I went no, 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 no. Make a perception uh, passive check. Perception is, is, passive perception is thirteen. Uh, a perception check. Because you are listening, I was trying uh, to decide. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, the perception check uh, I just rolled. Was that looking something like oh, no, sorry, I thought the cable had more give in it than that. Um, uh, natural 20. Hey, okay, <laughs> okay, so that will be enough. Um, you hear, you hear a you hear the a slight, um, sort of uh, dragging sound of metal on metal, metal on metal, yep. Oh right, coming from coming from the dude. Yeah. Okay. Uh, is he, has he got his back turned? Yep. Um, okay. Uh, Brucon sort of leans back, raises his head, and sort of um, is, 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 is either of Greta or Fleeting in a position maybe able to slightly uh, better see what he's up to. Uh, they've roughly got the same sightline as you, but they'll they'll have a look. Uh, Greta kind of pipes up. He has something in his hand. I I can't see what it is. I wouldn't worry about it, madam. I'm, I, I imagine he's uh, tending to his equipment, so to speak. That's not a euphemism, by the way. Or, well, maybe it is, but anyway, uh, I, I'm sure it's fine. And you hear you hear him. Um, you, in this moment, you hear him say, just to himself, he seems to be. Very emotional, needs sort of the, on the edge of tears or something else. I will not. I will. I will not live a monster. I will die a man. And you see, um, protruding out from his back, exploding out from his back, a blade, uh, uh, that of the longsword, um, that has been has been lit this was the gift that he was going to, to give to you guys he has uh, instead 
committed a, uh, he was going to give to sorry Lord Belvedere but instead uh, it didn't happen stabs himself with it uh, and is it silvered? no <laughs> but it is a magical sword oh it is magical right? It's it's got light emanating from it right okay uh, so just um, runs himself through with it and uh, pulls withdraws the dagger uh, sorry withdraws the sword and um, and, and entrails and yeah, other body parts start falling out from his stomach. He collapses to the floor. Bro. <laughs> uh, all right. Um, Brucon uh, bounces up, rushes over, um, does uh, so medicine check. Should we say? Like, is, I mean, is is he like? I want to get a. You know, is he fading fast or is he? Yeah, yeah, sure, sure, go for it. One shot KO. So medicine. Uh, Eighteen. Eighteen. Yeah, this guy. He he's not going to make it. This is this is serious. He's he's gutted himself. Right. Okay. Um, uh, split for the moment. Split second decision. Gonna have to fall back on um, uh, on, on basic character beats. Um, Brucon will pull one of the two potions of healing that he has about his person out and dump it down the guy's throat. Okay. Having uh, uh, but first pull out the the sword and um, put it put it a little distance away okay. from this guy uh, and then res resume full speed and healing potion. No worries. Uh, yeah, can do. So uh, roll um, healing with a healing potion. Yeah, how, do, how, how does healing work with a healing potion? 2d4 plus 2. 2d4 plus 2. That gives us uh, 5. 5. Yes, 5 five hit points back um, the yep. wound sort of starts closing up and uh, he looks up at you he's still not in a good way and sort of blood round his mouth and he says please please let me die with my dignity uh, uh, well first of all uh, I'm, 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 I'm sat here observing you now and I've got to tell you dignity and this situation right here not even close my friend not even within the same continent as one another so uh, on that score I'm, uh, if anything I'm doing you a favour but also uh, suicide is a temporary a permanent solution I beg your pardon to a temporary problem in this case it's a very specific temporary problem which is that you are cursed with lycanthropy and I can absolutely flat out guarantee you that this is not a situation we're going to allow to continue uh, so I'm afraid my friend you're just going to have to tough this one out uh, it's, it's rough situation where none of us want to be here particularly uh, my, my, my friend over there is, is mostly using he's, he's, he's asking about collective nouns which I've, I've known him long enough to be able to tell you is, is his coping mechanism he's, that, that's a man in deep psychological pain uh, at, at this moment but you see him he's, he's hanging in there uh, and, and I, I'm going to need you to, to dig deep inside yourself uh, tell me friend what's your, what's your name I was once. Um, can you make a persuasion check before I forget? Yeah, yeah sure. Natural twenty again. Oh my Not god, real. this is ridiculous. It's ridiculousness, uh, but still excellent. Um, all right. By all means, James, keep typing stuff in the private chat channel. It's just fueling me being better at this, man. Bring it on. Yeah, there you go. That's right. That's great. Broke on all the damn helplines. Absolutely. Um. All right. Uh, so he, he kind of looks at your eyes. And says, oh, 
I was once Captain Mandeville. I was uh, stationed at uh, the Birkin Navy. Um, I was a serving man. I, you know, I, I was I was I served served in the in the military. I did my duty. I I was then awarded for my service with a uh, with a, a township to uh, a, a senatorial position. And, but I was respected. You know, I did everything by my own, by my own terms. I didn't. Uh... Brucon's <laughs> completely in the zone here, man. Don't, don't mind me. Um, I was just wondering what was being written. I was like, what's going on here? So, so, no, no, nothing about being written. Dan just. We were laughing at Dan. Drama. Oh, I didn't. I didn't even see Dan. <laughs> so DK just sort of rose from behind. Yeah, he just didn't. He just didn't undertake a recovery. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> um, anyway, sorry. Yeah, anyway, yes. I was once a serving man, uh, and I, all of my life was by my own terms. I, I fought many enemies. I didn't realize the biggest enemy would be within me. We all have, uh, we all have challenges set before us, um, Captain Mandeville. Uh, and, and I'm not going to lie to you. This has been one of yours is one of the more unfortunate and more. Uh, Taxing. Uh, I'm, I certainly won't deny that. But uh, uh, ju just to point out that um, when, when you're uh, when, when, there's, when they come to write of your your life and your death, uh, if you take the, the the coward's way out now, they're not going to write that he uh, he, he took he, he took the, 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 the control of his own life. If you're hoping that they will, they'll say that he uh, he, uh, he killed himself uh, as a result of. That's, that'll be your uh, your epitaph. That, um, that becoming a werewolf um, brought you low. You, uh, I'm, if, if there's any breath in my body, and, uh, and at the moment there seems to be, then uh, all I can promise you is that I will do my level best to ensure that everybody in this room, not least of all me, uh, does not die a werewolf. I respect that, um, but if I should turn. I would be, it would be of some comfort to know that you would dispatch me in the most appropriate fashion. I do not wish to be a danger to anyone else. Uh, well, Captain, uh, that's, that's a very uh, heartfelt request. Um, uh, I can assure you that uh, you, die, you die to me or not a werewolf. Those are the only options on the table. You're an, you're an ex-military man. You must have gambled a few times. Come on, let's play. Let's play some craps. Okay, and he uh, goes over. Uh, Brucon, have some inspiration uh, for uh, talking talking him down. <laughs> that was uh, yes. That was that was good. Good reasoning. Heartfelt. Yeah, talked him down. Very good. All right. Just goes to show that when there's life, there's possibility. Um, so, some time goes by. Um, as you guys play cards. Now, overnight, get to make their... Uh, the moon shines through the windows. It's not as bright or, or as intense as it was the previous night. It's no longer the full moon. It's close to full.
and basically due to the blessing they got advantage on their um, on their rolls for the save basically to see if they they turn overnight or not you'll only make it more frustrating when they fail them anyway well <laughs> fortunately uh, two of them succeeded fleeting look and uh, and Greta Grouse are fine Captain Mandeville however starts turning um, just in front of you he just stumbles away from the um, from from the card game looking very peaky and he says get away get away from me please and you see in front of you just the the transformation as he uh, becomes the werewolf um, I'm gonna need you sorry guys I'm gonna need you to make uh, to do a, uh, a, a initiative sorry roll initiative for me please who just turned into a werewolf? Uh, Captain Mandeville, the other werewolf, the other noble person in, inside. Now, for the rest of you, um, aside from Neris, sorry, sorry, Marta, um, we, if you guys, I guess you would be sort of waiting around for um, Brucon, uh, or were you just going to be going back to the inn overnight? Okay. Staying in the inn after Malar got back and um, taking the crate with the doppelganger in it up to the room to keep an eye on it still. Okay. Great. Um, yeah, we just it. want to sleep the night and travel in the day. Yep. So you get it securely into the room, no problems at all. Is there anything else that you guys wanted to do overnight before I jump to, before we finish tonight with uh, Brucon and the uh, werewolf encounter? Yeah, no? we want a long rest. We yeah. have a nice have your long rest. rest. Yeah, <laughs> I'm so, sorry about this, but obviously it's how I mean, it's how some, it's transpired. It makes sense. At some point, Abram would want to try and find the old lady, but based on the fact that it's night time, we can probably do that tomorrow. Yeah, sounds good. Okay, yeah, that sounds like a good plan to do in the morning. Okay, Brucon, what did you get on your initiative? Uh, well, I rolled a sixteen. Uh, I, uh, it seems to me that now might not be the worst time to. Is here just because of yeah. everyone um, spectating. Agreed. Why, uh, duke it out with a with a lone a soul werewolf does not seem like. Uh, yeah, the the, the the best best. Exactly. So 16, you got sixteen. Great. I'll just take the initiatives now and then we'll just launch straight in next time. I think. Great. Okay. He's beating a werewolf or is he fighting? He's fighting. Um, so hopefully, if so, if Dan can make it next time, he's in. Otherwise, I can get one of you guys to maybe pilot him. Um, that'd be cool. Um, we take him for one round. We just go round the circle who controls <laughs> Great, okay. Um, okay, we will, um, so we will pick things up there for next time then. Um, thank you all so much for tuning in tonight. I'm sorry it was a bit bitty going between different things that were going on, but you know, these things happen sometimes in, in in uh, in sessions, it was a bit, of, bit of a test run. Uh, yeah, but given that it was a test run, the first time we've done this in live fire conditions, I'd say pretty well. I think it worked pretty well. Yeah, I don't think we had too many too many issues there. I think the combat thing worked as well um, with with you, Marta. I think that was yep. that yep. looked okay. Absolutely. I mean, it's not a problem if we just have to like double. Yeah, line. of course. Yeah, yeah. No worries. I, I, I think I sense basically that it. It's going to be the same as it was before, but maybe we just have to slow the pace down a little bit because we have to obviously 
you know we're having to communicate separately rather than all at once and uh, this so the flow is is a is a bit slower but you know what i think it's making the best of a bad situation i think we're um yeah let's uh, this looks good for next time thank you all so much for tuning in tonight and thank you guys for for uh, discording with me tonight uh, i'll be back on friday to uh, sort of give my thoughts on how things uh, have been going with the webcam stuff um, and uh, remote play and other sort of things that being more sort of focused on the campaign as well as trying to remember all of the NPCs names because you need to have those somewhere guys <laughs> yeah I do I, I realize oh crap I have everything up oh, when, when I say from <laughs> October when, when I say you need to have them I was talking as in uh, other DMs like I should have had those notes <laughs> I should have just known who they were <laughs> this, is, this, is, this is DM stress times like Anyway, thank you guys. And it's no issue not having the uh, Jack time. Uh, so, so jack time. <laughs> Very nice Jack time. I didn't get to no, use this, it. None of this no, had it prepared. Jack time. This is the this is the, the primo shit right here. <laughs> <laughs> I was just gonna say, ha not having notes from five months ago is fine. Uh, <laughs> Thanks. Anyway, uh, I was gonna say we're discording now, which means we have a Discord channel that you yes. can join. Yes, you can. It's below the streaming window. Yes, we have a link to it. Just click on the picture that has the Discord logo on it, and it will take you directly to our Discord page. Uh, so you can come and join in the chat um, throughout the week, and also for anything else that we are getting up to, including throwing memes up there or satire or anything exactly. else i was gonna say if you're not there for the chat join for the meme do it for the meme uh and and to be honest while we're under quarantine conditions and stuff like that uh here in the uk um we may well have some new stuff coming up on the channel while i um have time on my hands and no work <laughs> so there may be other streams like we did with uh, martyrs one on friday we may have some new stuff coming up with that uh, i'll keep you posted about that i've also got a new youtube series um don't believe the hype which will be talking about um which will be talking about um underrated sort of classes races and the rest of it from Dungeons and Dragons 5th edition, uh, which I'm hoping to uh, get the first one recorded within the week. Uh, so if you haven't already subscribed to our YouTube channel, please do so. Um, again, there's a link to that on our Twitch page. Uh, uh, so you can click on the picture, it'll take you straight there and you can catch up on any episodes you've missed. Do it, Just do it now. Anyway, uh, until next time guys, thank you so much for tuning in and see you next time. Stay safe. Thank you guys. Bye bye. bye, -bye. Thanks for listening to the Slice and Dice podcast. You can join in the action with us live on Twitch, Mondays from 6pm UK time. It's twitch.tv slash sliceandd6. And don't forget to follow us on socials at sliceandd6. Until next time, stay safe.